In today's episode, Allie and Tanya talk about intention setting and goals moving into the new year of 2022 and why we redefine the word resolution. Well, Allie, a woman redefined launched in 2021 and now we're getting ready for 2022. We're launching into 2022, baby. And redefining what we want in 2022. God, I think of saying 2022 out loud. Like the other day I was typing and I actually did put in 2032 and I was like, holy crap, that's so far away. And I was like, oh my God, that's only 10 years away. Like, remember when 2020 seemed so far and now we're oh my in God. Felt like, 2022. It was like, it felt, I remember, yeah, I remember when it was like futuristic, that thought of it. You know, when we were in the 1980s and 90s and you thought like 2000, that's like futuristic. <laughs> You know, when we were going to be like the Jetsons where everything's flying around. Because I think that was set in like 2020. And here we are still driving cars. Here we are. Anyways, listeners, thank you so much for being with us for these first couple weeks of our launch. It's been such an exciting time for Allie and I. um, Really thinking about reflecting on 2021. Where I started 2021 how I redefined 2021 and where we ended up today just really, really makes me grateful for the opportunities that were presented to me. Um, Just the support we received from everyone after launching this, the first part of December has been amazing. Uh, You're you're right. I'm going to piggyback on that because it's, you know, Tanya and I, we mentioned this in our first, first episode, if you want to go backwards, but how much we worked on this for months and months. And it was like a talk and it was a thought and it was this. And then little by little, we moved it forward, move it forward. And we did it at such a slow pace, which for us was perfect because we really wanted to, we really wanted it to be what we wanted it to be so that it felt like it was everything that we wanted to give you. And now here we are and we're talking about the next the next year, we're talking about what we've learned and where we're going. Mm-hmm. And it's really exciting. Um, I love I love when it's when New Year's comes around and people, you know, I talk, I said this to you the other day. I and I don't like to use this word often hate, but I hate the word resolution because mm-hmm. it sets people up for failure. Absolutely. It is a word for failure. And I I say, like, let's just set intentions. You know, let's think about what the goals we want to accomplish and just set an intention to get there instead of setting a hard goal. And then what if something happens in the world or in your life and you fall a little bit short of that? I don't want you to feel like you failed. So let's just set some intentions for what we hope to achieve. So, Tanya, why don't you kick it off? I'm going to let you go first. A lot of you may, may not know that my family's been hit pretty hard this year by cancer anything, this diagnosis has changed my outlook of figuring out how I want to spend my time, who I want to spend my time with. And so as I was thinking about what does my 2022 look like, as I'm redefining what I want out of the year, I just kept coming back to this word appreciation. And so I just let our listeners know it's not you. It's not me. No, it's my younger brother. He'll tell you my much younger brother. 
he'll also tell you he's the favorite sibling, which I mean, probably is true. So anyways, I always try to pick a word of the year and I'm really good about focusing on that word at the beginning of the year. Last year's was hope because I just felt so much unrest in this world and just hope for Matt and our family. And now this year it's appreciation. I find it's really hard for me to always see the bright sides of a really dark situation. And so I want to make sure that I am intentional about appreciating all the things in my life, the good. I, I, you know, most of you who know me, I'm a upbeat, positive person and lots of energy, but that bigness also comes when the heaviness hits me, it hits me heavy, right? That bigness of my happiness and the bigness of my sadness that big personality is encompassed in all of those feelings. And so appreciating the feelings, appreciate being in those feelings and feeling the feelings. So it just, the word appreciation, just it's come to me too often in the last week to not say this is your word for 2022. And so I come to think about what do I want to appreciate in 2022? I'm still redefining what the fuck I want to do with my life. You know, I go from day to day thinking, I want to be a VP at a woman-owned company to, fuck that, I want to run my own company. And I, I just don't know what that looks like. So redefining, but being appreciative of the opportunities I have, like where I've gotten to go in my career in this 2021 and where I'm going in 2022, learning to appreciate that, really appreciating the time and making intentional time with the people I love the most and just appreciating the little things in life. I think I tend to get so focused on other things that I forget to take a moment to appreciate all the effort people are putting into making my life run smoothly from my husband cleaning the kitchen to how hard my kids have been working on their school and, you know, really appreciating those little things. So my 2022 word is appreciation. And I'm really going to try to make it my practice to at least write down one thing a day that I appreciate. It might just be that my coffee didn't get cold today. And the other things might be bigger. But starting to just constantly rechange my mind when I start having those dark feelings of trying to remember what I do have right now. I think that that is beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And as always, sending so much love to your family. Thank you. Um, okay. My word for 2022. I have, I honestly have more than one. I mean, gratitude, it's not really a word I'm using. It's more of an act that I would like to practice even more. I I've been really good about that in the past several years, but, you know, as I talked about in my personal social media, uh, with my battles with depression that come and go, you know, they're not all the time. They just, they're peaks and valleys for me, ebb and flow. And so when I go down those roads, I really, the way that I help myself come out of it is by switching over to gratitude and, and kind of forcing myself because in those dark times, it's hard. So I do have to forcefully start thinking about the gratitude. 
And that's when I like to get outside and I go out by the water and I listen to the sounds and I just start to pull that gratitude about how lucky I am for the things that I do have. So that's more of an act that I want to continue on a more daily basis. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, one of the words for me is grace. It's a word I've used in my past. And I think grace for me is giving myself love. Mm -hmm. It's being gentle and kind when the world can be harsh. And as much as the world can be harsh around us, I think sometimes we are really harsh on ourselves. And that is not something I am foreign to. I have heard it over and over from people in my life that I am too hard on myself. And sometimes I I am not nice to myself. I can attest for that. You are, you hold yourself to very high standards and Uh you Uh get very frustrated with yourself when you're not where you think you should be. Exactly. And so- Grace for me in 2022 is about loving myself more, being more patient with myself. Just a little, a little funny story about the word grace. When uh, Lizzie was young, I mean, I'm going to say she was probably, I don't know, somewhere between five and seven. She loved going to build a bear at the mall. We lived when we lived in Philly. Lizzie had tremendous allergies and eczema from the time she was born. And she would react to stuffed animals a lot. And it was the first year Build-A-Bear came out with their first hypoallergenic teddy bear. And of course, we got the teddy bear and we took the teddy bear home. And what was great about it, it was machine washable. And it, and so we took it home and she was so excited to have this teddy bear and a build a bear that she could build and put the little heart sounds in and, but she could have it everywhere and it could, I could wash it every week and it, it, and it held up. Well, now she's 21 and that build a bear, we named Gracie, which was really special to me because I remember that word grace from a long time ago in my world. And Mm -hmm. I was also a big fan of Grace Kelly. (laughs) And so that teddy bear is Gracie and Gracie has been a part of our lives. And she's been in the hospital. She's gone into surgery when Lizzie had an appendectomy. She, the doctors took Gracie and put her up on a platform so that when Lizzie opened her eyes before she was, that Gracie was there to keep her safe. When I had my transplant, she sent Gracie to me and she was with me during my stem cell transplant and our new dog. And we named Gracie. I am learning to be graceful with myself. So grace and gratitude, light and love to keep me out of the darkness that is very easy for me to fall into. And so I am going to move into with tremendous grace for me. For the listeners, Allie and I, typically don't talk about what intentions we set for the show. We kind of like just to let it authentically flow. I knew Allie was going to say grace. I have no idea. Like either I dreamt about it last night or as I was doing some of my own reflection work, I was like, Allie's word's going to be grace. No idea where that came. Absolutely. So like when you said that, I was like, 
I already knew that. Wow. So obviously that's your word for this coming year. And you need my to word. just fall into that grace. Yes. And I loved what you said about appreciation and, you know, going through the stuff with your family, with your brother and, and we've talked about, you know, what that feels like and to use appreciation around something that heavy and just knowing that you can appreciate what is and time and, you know, how to use that. Absolutely. I, it's, it's you, you know, appreciation, I think, is a word that people don't realize how powerful it can be mm-hmm. to just be able to appreciate the most important but yet little things it's powerful Mm -hmm. and I think we don't want to forget how much so right and I just I think about just that redefining of the word you know the redefining of appreciation the reminder of appreciation that appreciation doesn't have to be big things like it could be a fresh I appreciate the fact that I have a fresh toothbrush today like sometimes it's being silly right like just knocking yourself out of those that spiral of darkness that I know Allie and I both fall find ourselves victim to sometimes and so that humor within myself of being appreciative of the fact that my cat's the most neediest thing I've ever met in my entire life and I have to I'm gonna carry around like a too. baby I mean this cat is needy Tanya was we were talking on zoom one day and Tanya's holding the cat like cradling it like a baby because it's so needy and then she stops to talk and the cat literally like puts its paw up and smacks her in the face to like don't don't Take your attention away from me. It was very, very funny moment. So she is not joking when she says she does have the neediest cat ever. <laughs> so, but he's mine. He chose me. He was supposed to be my daughter's cat. Regardless, we digress. We just, just the redefining appreciation, seeking out opportunities for me for growth, right? Like I think of how far I grew or how much I grew in 2021, how much investing in myself changed my life. Like I could never have imagined the beginning of 2021, putting the money I did into myself, but had I not, we would not be here. And so continuing to reinvest into those opportunities for me to grow, to appreciate the opportunities that I have to push myself a little bit, to push myself in that areas of where I feel like I'm getting stuck and to appreciate the muck and the murkiness of it. Like, right. Like I I think back to sometimes when we are, when we started this podcast, right? Like it was murky, it was cloudy and we, we couldn't find a name and we're like, uh, and what are we doing? And we just kept kind of clear, sifting through the murk. And I feel like sometimes when we're in that darkness, we want to stop sifting, but had we stopped, we would not be here today talking about a woman redefined. And so just trying to put myself in some growth opportunities where I have to continue to do a little bit of murky work to get to the sunshine. I love it. So let me ask you a question. Oh, okay. What are some intentions you have for yourself? moving into the new year? So 
re-intentions I have for myself is I would like to really continue to redefine what Schillerland Consulting looks like. Is it a true consulting business? Is it I partner with a couple of my other friends who are doing work that complement each other and we put together something a little bit bigger? Do I continue to try and balance working full-time and consulting work? Or do I find at the end of 2022, I'm ready to fall right into being my doing my own thing without the comfort of a Monday through Friday job. So really my, you know, my intention is to really continue to push myself to figure out what that looks like, because just when I think I know what it looks like, I feel like either I back off from it, or I really am not a hundred percent convinced that's where I'm supposed to be going. So really taking that time, appreciating the time I have to focus on what it is I want it to be and how do I take it from where it is today, which is for the fact that it didn't exist in 2021. And now I've, you know, I'm, I've launched five websites and I have an awesome group of customers and clients that I work with on a regular basis but what's the next step for it? And I just, I, if you ask me today, I'm not 100% sure what that next step is. So I'm hoping that in 2022, by pushing myself and putting myself in some growth opportunities, that I have a much clearer answer. I like that. How about you? Throwing it back on you. What are, what's an intention for you? Uh, well, I think it's similar. I, um, I'm rebranding a little bit. And I have a lot of things, not a lot of things, but some things in the works around my coaching. Um, I love my clients. I love being able to coach individually, but I see, I think I see myself doing a little more. I want to get more into speaking engagements and talking about women's wellness. So I'm in the process, the beginning processes of a rebrand and what that looks like. What does that mean? for me and you know how do I encompass all the things that I feel how passionately I feel about women's wellness Mm -hmm. and the topics around it um so trying to you know and also for the time I'm in Key West definitely trying to really ground down even more here and and reach out to community and find my place here. You know, I, it's been hard for me to do that for this first year. And so my, one of my really, it is a goal is to get more into that, meet more people, find your tribe, find my tribe. And it's already started, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's just expanding it and uh, having a little more fun here, taking Mm -hmm. advantage of of living in Key West. Right. Right. (laughs) Right. So those are, I think those are the two things for me um, is working on the rebrand and, you know, get that, get some more group coaching Mm -hmm. into play and some speaking Mm -hmm. engagements. 
Yeah. And me too. Like when I really close my eyes, I see me hosting like retreats and speaking and trying to help people and help women redefine how they approach marketing and authentically building websites and things like that. Like I, I think you and I just, we vibe off of other people's energy. Like we feed off of that. We take that in. And so when we can take everyone's energy in a good place and put that on a stage and share that or put that in a class, like we just, that fills us up, which then in turn gives us more to fill other people up. Absolutely. I would love to see us take the podcast on the road. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously that's an eventually thing, but it would right. be great if we could do some engagements based on it. Mm-hmm. It would be fun. Mm-hmm. be fun to do that. It would. You know, the other thing is I have two teenagers. Well, I have, and my stepson, so three teenagers living in our house. And, you know, they're at that pivotal time where they're becoming adults. They're not needing us as much, but I really want to continue to push them for opportunities to make sure that they're taking the most advantage of the things that they have, whether it's being, you know, involved in activities or learning to think about things a little bit differently. How do I help them expand their thinking and, you know, give them some of the same opportunities so they can start feeling comfortable embracing who they are? Because it's so interesting watching my daughter today who has so much fear of missing out. Like she's so afraid if she doesn't answer her phone right away that she's going to miss out on something. And like, how do we help her grow out of that and start to have the faith in herself that her friends are going to love her if she gets back to them in half an hour. But this immediate gratification world that we live in, right? Like, helping those kids, helping my kids see those opportunities for growth and helping them kind of get their way through it. So at the end, they can see the light. Like, I just want them to continue to be good people and make impacts on the world. And I just want to make sure that I'm providing them the opportunities and the support they need to continue to do that. Yes. And Lizzie's got a big year too. Oh my God. Talk about, you were talking about the very beginning of this 2022 and oh my God, can you believe it? You know, we thought that that would be futuristic, right? And here we are and OMG, OMFG, she's graduating college in like six months. Yeah, I'm totally, absolutely freaked out. One of the funny things that we laugh about in my family is when Lizzie graduated kindergarten, um, she went to kindergarten. She went to preschool at a synagogue and um, the graduation was like really cute. You know, everybody comes and the kids walk through the stage and this is a little, you know, it's like um, construction paper rolled up with a little ribbon we make and they, they get like a little <laughs> certificate. And then there's a luncheon, like a party. And I cried so hard at her graduation for kindergarten that the parents were like coming up and patting me on the <laughs> shoulder. It, and, and I remember saying, you would have thought that she was graduating medical school. And I, and she said to me, I can only imagine what you're going to be like. And I was like, I, I don't know. I'm just, I think a lot of the emotion around 
her getting to where she is now in the graduation and doing it as a single mom. You know, I've said this before, her father lives on, on another coast. He's on the West coast. And as much as he's involved, I've had sole physical custody for her, for her whole life. So it's always been in the two of us living together. And a part of that inside is like, how like you were just talking about your kids and the things that you, you know, want to teach them and how to move forward and not be, you know, we, the two kids are so dramatic anyway, but like, I am a huge part Mm -hmm. of who she is and how Mm -hmm. she became the, the young lady she is today. I, I have to take credit for that. And I don't, people have been saying it to me her whole life. And I'm always like, yeah, I overlook it. It's like one of those compliments that you you're like, it just feels like, isn't that just a job you're supposed to do as a parent? But the truth is I worked really hard. It was my biggest job. It was the job I took the most pride in. And I I cared more about it. If everything around me fell apart, as long as I was a good mother and I was raising a good human, then I was proud of that. And so to see her graduate with honors and already have you know, opportunities and people reaching out to her from big companies. I won't name them, but it's like, wow, Mm -hmm. I did exactly what I set out to do when I had this child, which was to make her a good human being Mm -hmm. so that when it was time for her to leave the nest and spread her wings, she knew how to do it. And it's very emotional. I get very emotional even talking about it. It's just such a moment. I can't believe it's happening in 2022. (laughs) So that brings me back to your word, grace. Mm -hmm. Girl, think of the grace you had being a single parent. And you need to just let the love that people have for you about how hard you worked your ass off to be a fantastic parent who was involved, who worked full time. Like it's. Soak that shit in and give yourself some grace and appreciate the journey that you and Lizzie got to go on because not only did it shape her into this amazing woman, it shaped you. It did. And so you just need to love that shit up. Thank you. Thank you for pointing that out. And I'm, I'm going to take that in because that is, you're right. Part of being grace and graceful to myself is accepting that compliment and accepting the fact that, well, it's true. So why shouldn't I just be so graceful about it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. I think I'm excited for her too. I, I think 2022 is going to, you know, listen, it's enough with the pandemic. We've had a shitty fucking two years. It's enough. We're I'm not done. 100% out of it, but you know what? People are ready to break free from this umbrella of doom that's been right. hanging over, right. over our world for a couple of years. People want to get out again. People want to be less afraid. People want to know how to free themselves from some of that darkness. And we are going to be a source of light. We are. You know what? And I just... I'm going to come back to our word redefining, right? Like that word 
has come up a lot before when we, a lot of you guys probably don't know, but we started recording when we weren't even a hundred percent sure what our name was going to be. So when I go back and was listening to our stuff, we were using the word redefined, redefining, let's redefine every freaking episode. So the fact that we landed on something that has a woman redefined, it was like, hell yeah, we finally found it. But I'm like, I'm redefining what my new normal is, right? Like, COVID sucked ass, like shutting stuff down. I'm so done talking about it. I'm so done living in this polarized world. Regardless of what your beliefs are, I want you to know that you still are loved. If you have a different view than me, you still are loved. If you have the same view as I am, you still are loved. Like we have this world where it's left or it's right, it's black or it's white, it's vaccinated, it's non-vaccinated. Fuck, I'm done living on the polarized stuff. I am done. And so I want to redefine what my normal looks like in today's world. A lot of good stuff came out of COVID. And if you can't recognize that, then I'm going to have you go back to my word of appreciation and figure out what you can appreciate from 2020 and 2021. Because you know what I learned? I could learn to appreciate stuff. I got to work more flexible hours. The whole world got to work more flexible hours. We opened up the world through Zoom and online meetings and so many good things. And the way we look and the way we do things have changed because COVID forced our hands to move it faster. Were we already probably doing it? Yep. COVID just pushed us a little forward. So let's stop focusing on all the negative stuff that happened and try and reshift and find gratitude in what you got to appreciate from the last two years. Absolutely. I I think about that. It's so so funny. Just um, this week, I had a conversation. Somebody was talking at work about you know, COVID and learning and, you know, what it gave us and, 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 and the negative sides of things. And I was like, you know, I, I get to, I feel really lucky to go back and look at what, what did it teach me? Mm-hmm. Um, what did it teach me? I got to do some really good things. And I was also, um, I worked from home for 20 years. So it was to, to be on lockdown and be home was nothing new for me. I just loved it more because my daughter now was home from school and I got to be with her all the time, right? Like literally without her friends, like locked in with her. And we were able to build some really new fun memories and cook together, like do things because she was older now that we didn't do before in our past. And we had a lot of fun. So that was an appreciation. And, but I learned so much. And I remember going through this exercise where like, I thought to myself, if I was my 85 or 90 year old self and my grandchildren came to me and said, you know, Mimi, what you lived through this COVID thing, you lived through this pandemic. Oh my God. You know, what was it like? And I could look back and say, it was a beautiful time of change. Mm -hmm. So many people lost their lives and it was really scary, but it was also a beautiful shift in our world. And people came together after a time when the world had been divided. Mm -hmm. And I got to learn so much about myself and I met some amazing human beings that I got to have in my life. And I learned to slow down and I learned to smell those flowers 
And I learned how to take care of myself in a new way. And so I love that, that vision of, of that lesson that I heard about during the lockdown um, to be able to do that and to be able to take away all that we did appreciate and all the grace we got from what the world had thrown at us. Look at us pulling it back to our two words of the year, grace and appreciation. <laughs> what a great way to circle back to the end of this. Yes. So we know that 2022, so much can happen. We don't know. I am not, I can't predict the future. I'm not a mind reader. I don't know what 2022 holds in store for me and my family, but I do know that I'm going to go and approach it with as much appreciation as I can. And so we would love to hear from you. Please share your word for 2022. Share one of your intentions for 2022. Let's see what we can do to continue to let more love and light into this world by lifting each other up, by sharing our intentions and supporting one another. Yes, we thank you for always being here with us. And as Tanya said, we want to hear from you. Please share your word of 2022. Find your appreciation, find grace for yourself and others. Live each day in love and light because we can't heal in darkness and war. So thank you. We appreciate you, our listeners. See you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to A Woman Redefined. Make sure to check out the show notes for links to things we mentioned in today's episode and to learn more about us, our sponsors, and where to find us on social media. If you enjoyed today's episode, please make sure to subscribe, rate it, and give us a review. If you know someone who would enjoy our conversations, please share it with them. Today's episode was brought to you by Allie Roberts Coaching and Schillerland Consulting. Join us for next week's A Woman Redefined Real Talk with Allie and Tanya.